Hello, and welcome back to Displaced Underdogs. I'm your host, Morgan. Last episode, I chatted about my journey into the minimalist lifestyle and gave a bit of an update into that journey. It definitely got a little deeper than I was expecting, but that is sometimes how these episodes go, I've noticed. So, especially with my more candid episodes. Now, I know I also said that I would talk about motivation and how to keep it once you start something, and truly, I will talk about motivation, and I'll get to it, but while I was putting in the time and research into that episode and looking into motivation, I started to realize that there was a theme to motivation, and there was a common theme in some of my previous episodes as well. Well, two, actually. Uh, The first was when looking into motivation, you find a lot of stuff about um, weight loss because it's hard to stay motivated for exercising and healthy diets and proper lifestyles, and it's it's hard to stay motivated when you're wanting to lose weight, apparently. Um, and I get that, because I was been there, done that, when I was, especially when I was in high school, and I was, like, competitively swimming and in sports and stuff. It's kind of hard to stay a little motivated to, wow, okay, I hit this wall, I got to this point, uh, do I really want to go swimming this weekend or hang out with my friends? Uh. <laughs> so, so I get that. So it's just hard to find motivation just for the sake of motivation rather than for the sake of something else, particularly and primarily in our society these days. Weight loss. I'm, I'm looking for something a little bit more than just motivation for weight loss. Just so that was so that was like one of the first themes that I noticed. And then the second theme was changing your life or making life changes. And that's the main theme that motivation goes hand in hand with that. So in order to talk about motivation, it's change. There usually people want to stay motivated to start something or to change something. And and then they find their motivation lacking after they get the energy to change or start changes. And in, an, in a few of my previous episodes, I've always talked about how it's hard to just start something. We always talk about, we always find ways to talk ourselves out of doing things. And sometimes the first step is the hardest step, and that's starting something. But I've never really gone into, like, in order to talk about motivation, we, we, I've, I've never gone into, like, how to start change and, and what drives change. True, lasting change, too, and not just temporary, I want to do this, it sounds good. Kind of like at the beginning of the year, half the reason why I don't do New Year's resolutions m- myself personally, because it's always like, oh yeah, it's the time to change. And 
because that's what everybody says, you know, change this, and, and it's your time to come up with goals and stuff to change your life around, so that way this year will be better than the last year, and it's, but, but when I chose to do minimalism in the middle of the year or towards the end of the year, not around the time of New Year's resolutions, um, I realized something. It all starts with a choice that then sparks change, that then sparks the energy to take the steps, to do the hardest part. And it takes a choice to change that then gives you the energy to do the hardest step, which is to start. So, yeah. And and usually motivation, it starts with change. So let's break this down. Because change and motivation go hand in hand more often than not. And that that's kind of like a, no, nah, really? <laughs> no, duh. <laughs> no snack cats. <laughs> no cat snacks, Sherlock. <laughs> so... Um, and because change and motivation go hand in hand more often than not, um, if I'm going to unpack this, let's talk about how to make lasting changes. I'm, I'm going to broad brushstroke this into how to make lasting life changes, but honestly, you can break it down and use it for any small changes you wish to make. Well, now that I think on it, even small changes we wish to make are... In fact, life changes that can then turn into big life changes. Huh. See? See? This is why I get excited talking about any and all of this. It's just, it is. It's just, it grows on itself. You want to talk about one little thing and it's like, oh man, there's so much that goes on and it's like a chain reaction and it's all interconnected and it's just it's kind of exciting. It just builds on itself in ways we don't even really notice. Like, consciously, more often than not. Anyways. Okay, now I feel like I'm excited, like, excitedly babbling. So, let's capitalize on this energy and get into this episode. So sit back, relax, plug in, and enjoy. Okay, so starting is always something that is hard to do because we psych ourselves out. Like when I wanted to start this podcast, for instance, I did all this research, months and months and months of research, and I talked about it, and I was looking into it like, oh man, and I was coming up with excuses, like I don't have this, I don't have that, oh, it would be better if I did this, it would be it would be better if I had this. I need this. I need that. And finally, it took Aaron just going, ugh, just do it already or stop talking about it. So we, personal experience, it is hard to do because we do psych ourselves out about change, especially changes that we want to do that require continual and constant work so but once we finally get to a point where we just take the plunge and just go for it and take that hard step of starting just 
starting. We've made the first, we have made the first step in changing our lives in ways we weren't even really expecting at first. For the purpose of this episode, we're going to keep it to changing our lives that we're starting. Like, the things we've decided to do is a life change. Starting something that, like, I want to get more organized. I want to get my finances under control. Life, life changes like that. That's what we're going to kind of keep this to, I guess. It's, it's like one of the easier ways that I can think of. That's relatable. Anyways, the first thing when making the decision... The first thing when making the decision to change is first understanding that in order for it to be a truly long-lasting change that sticks, we are going to have to dig deep and get real honest with ourselves as to why we want this change. We have to be okay with facing some messy feelings, ugly truths, and hard facts to get to the root of the reasons we want to change and come up with a very strong why. If you don't know why or have a strong why, most changes you start to make won't be very long lasting at all. You have to have a very strong reason that grounds you and keeps you on course. This is where you take the time you need to reflect and face things that may be really uncomfortable, hard, or difficult, but they're necessary for some deep soul searching. Take this time to write down some changes you want to make and then think about why they need to change and or why the change needs to occur. And also, come up with a list of what your life would be like if things remain as they are versus what may happen if these changes are made. Essentially, a pros and cons list. This is also a good time to set up a little goal setting. But... You really just want to keep it up to, like, take this time to really dig deep, you know? And and think about what do you want your future to look like in a week, in a month, in six months, in a year, in five years? Break it down into small time periods and build up. Because we have to crawl before we walk and walk before we can run. Think about what you need to be fulfilled and comfortable in your life that is missing now. Because people, if they're comfortable and they have all their needs met and fulfilled, there's really no reason to change. And the main reason why people want to change is because there's something missing that they feel is missing. They, there's, there's a need that's not being met. There's something uncomfortable about that need being unmet and and there's that sense of something's missing 
So this will help you come up with a strong why when you think about, when you really think about and get really real with yourself about what needs are not being met and why you feel genuinely not happy or comfortable with where your life is at at this present time. And coming up with a strong why will help keep you motivated to keep the change going and lasting. It will especially help keep you motivated when you set up smaller goals. These smaller goals or baby steps are great benchmarkers and great at helping you start to make good habits. They're just tools in your tool bag that help you build the house. Thinking about what you need to be fulfilled and comfortable in your life is greatly important because if you had, again, if you had all your needs filled and met and life was truly comfortable, you wouldn't be wanting a change. So what goals do you have to paint the picture and give you an idea of your ideal life? And do you understand too that not all change has to be or is rooted in negative things? It, it doesn't have to be, well, I don't like living paycheck to paycheck. That's typically a negative thing. It, you could be financially okay and just, you could be financially okay where, okay, I've already set up my savings. I've got all my bills. I've got a budget. I'm comfortable. I have everything to cover my cost of living and still have money to put away into savings for like an emergency or a vacation but you still might not be comfortable with that because then if you have kids and you know it's like well I want them to be taken care of and I I don't know if I'm have enough money saved up for their college and for my retirement so I mean it's not all negative things it's just it could be rooted in just life and your life could be happy and just feel okay but you may feel that there's something lacking or missing or you just feel stuck like well I was a very hardcore gamer before I had kids and there would be times where um, I would make a character and I would grind and I would grind and I would get to like level 30 and the highest level in a few of the games that I played at that time was like level 60, level 75 was like the highest level you could reach. And it always felt like my characters were badass. I always spec them just right and they could hold their own. But when I hit like level 30, level 40, it always felt like I got stuck right at those levels and it would get harder and harder and harder to progress to the next level. And so there are times that we feel that way in our lives. Character is great. You can do all the missions. You can still enjoy the game for what it is. But there's that, okay, I want to hit the next, I want to hit the next level. How do I get there? And you just feel stuck. So not all change is rooted in negative things. It can just be that 
You just want to hit the next level, and there's nothing wrong with that. So the point is, take the time to really dig deep and figure out where these feelings are coming from. Are they a want, a need? Is it an internal change that you need to make within yourself? Is it an external change that you want to make to your surroundings and the people you hang out with, like things in your outer physical world? Find the root cause or source of your feelings and get grounded in your why. It will help to align your why with who you truly are and where you're truly at with yourself and your life at this moment and where you want your life to go. Sorry about the neighbor's dogs. <laughs> I like to record outside and they like to bark, so... Sorry about that. So... When you take that time to dig deep and align it with yourself, you take that time to really look at yourself and analyze what are your core values, your morals, your ethics, and then you can get your why for changes that need to be made and you can start to custom tailor those changes instead of like broad brushes stroking them like I need to get more organized. Um, you can then start to laser point focus what you need to change and why you want to change them. Which should also give you an idea as to the next point. How long will change take? You have to take your time to get to your why. Your strong and true why. And once you get to that why, once you arrive at that destination, remember how long it took you to reach that and get there because it will give you an idea as to how long change, true lasting change will actually take. Coming up with your why, like when it came for the minimalism, the, my, my, decision and choice to move to a more minimalistic lifestyle that took me a good two like two years to get there and it took me about a good a good time to get to starting the podcast but it does take time so give yourself some grace and be patient with yourself. And remember that slow and steady truly does win the race. Change doesn't happen overnight, in a week or a month. Change is surprisingly simple, yet really hard. Choosing to change isn't hard. That's not the hard part. Getting down to why can be hard. When we want to change, we typically want to change in big, grandiose ways. And when we want that big change, we then put a lot of pressure on ourselves, which kind of sets off a domino effect of failure. It, it almost sets us up to fail in these changes. 
here's an example. Step one, we want to make a change in regards to X. X equals some big dramatic life change we want to make and want to last. We get excited about our decision, pump ourselves up, maybe tell a few close friends or family about our decision to change. We, we get positive feedback and it motivates us and it psychs us up and it energizes us to start the changes. It propels us to start the process. Step two, we start the process with all that energy, enthusiasm, motivation, and momentum for the first few days, maybe even a few weeks. We make major progress at first because we went all in 100%, race pace right at the sound of the start gun. We're doing really amazing in that first 200 meter straight dash. Then the next 200 meters is the turn. We hit it at 100%, race pace. But then we hit the peak of the turn and see the next 200 meter straight stretch. And it's looking a little longer than the first 200 meters we ran. And we chose to run the three mile rather than the 200 meter sprint or the 400 meter sprint or even the 800 meter or the mile. And we've only given ourselves enough time in training prior to the three mile event we've now entered and enough time to train for the mile. We've only given ourselves enough time to train for the mile rather than the three, mi the three mile. So then our negative mind kicks in. Wow, I was not prepared for this. I thought this would be easier. Maybe I took on too much too soon. And it doesn't help when our friends and family we excitedly told our plans to call and talk and check in on our progress because then we don't want to feel like we've let them down as well or prove yet again that we never finish what we started. We put immense pressure on ourselves and tend to take far more on than we could realistically deal with. And it results in us burning ourselves out before we truly even gave ourselves a real chance to begin. On this note, on this note, I'm going to take a brief pause to go get myself something to drink. Water, preferably, maybe warm tea, because I'm trying, I personally... Speaking of change, I'm personally trying to stay away from soda, so I shall return shortly, and I hope you will too. It's a very odd place to to kind of pause, but but we'll I'll I'll just roll with it right now. Yep. Welcome back. So, kind of left off with realistically change takes time to be truly lasting. And part of what will make it lasting will actually, in fact, make it quicker than you think. Don't overwhelm yourself and remember to be realistic. 
keep your steps to easy and manageable steps and tasks. We don't allow ourselves to enjoy the process or give ourselves enough credit for the victories that we do achieve. Because again, we build ourselves up to this big, huge, grandiose change that should be absolutely noticeable. No matter what, you cannot deny that change has been made. You cannot, when you look at it, this is how life is and this is how it's changed. One thing I have found that has helped is to take one small thing to change and master it. You will hit plateaus and that's okay. Use them as a point of pause and reflection. Recognize and appreciate your dedication, hard work, and determination and master that part of the process. Enjoy the process. Sorry, baby spider. Slated right on my hand. <laughs> oh. Anyways, enjoy the process. If you're just looking at the finish line and rushing toward it, you'll burn yourself out before you even get there. And you may not even make it. Change is a marathon. It is not a sprint. It takes every day and happens every day. You may not feel it or even see it at first, but it is happening. And when you deny that it's happening or you don't take the time to see it happening, and you don't take the time to enjoy the progress that you have made, that's when you lose your motivation. And it is a process. When you take the time to enjoy the process, the journey, it doesn't feel so overwhelming and you don't feel so pressured or disappointed and it really does lift that pressure we tend to put on ourselves I know that when started the minimalist lifestyle I, I threw myself wholeheartedly into it and I burned myself out and kind of got away from it for a little bit and then finally things kind of calmed down enough and it was a way for me to process um, the loss of my father and getting back into it and realigning with all the shakeups that have happened in the last nine months of my life, like just refocusing and realigning with what my original goal was has has helped a lot and enjoying that process and taking it to bite-sized chunks the house 
that I recently moved into, like, yeah, things were kind of a wreck. And, and so I slowly started, and one of the first places I started was my closet, my bedroom closet. And with just one section of the closet. So, like, the shelves. I took everything down. Looked like my half of my closet threw up all over my room. And I slowly worked through that. Got rid of things, organized things, and prioritized. And, again, last episode was more candid. And while I was going through that process of just reorganizing my closet. And it was a, a practice in, in me regaining some control over what I knew I had control over. And it's something that I knew needed to change. And so but breaking it down into something small. It it started small. And when I finally got that all organized, it, it was like the only room in the house that it's like, wow. It took about a month and a half, two months for for my closet to get put together the way that I had envisioned it. And to see it take life and take shape like it did. It was like the only room in the house that like I actually really wanted to go to and be in. And it was amazing. And that's when I realized that I was dealing with two changes at once. I was dealing with a physical change that also helped with an internal change. And so, it's always nice to have two changes you want to make. And what I mean by this is one personal self-change that's internal, whether it be weight-related, healthier lifestyle, um, be a more positive person type change, an internal change, whatever personal change that you won't tangibly notice for a while. You will more feel it gradually over time. Have a change like that, that you want. And also have one physical change you want to make, like organizing or financial saving or planning, redecorating, gardening, whatever the external change that changes your physical space as well. Type change. Something in your physical space that you can physically see take shape because then it becomes something real and tangible with physical proof that is immediate and cannot be denied in our brains. When you have a personal change, so like for myself with reorganizing my closet, I did not like the sense of the the feeling of the loss of control. I I didn't. It's not that I'm a control freak. It's just 
so many things have happened that have been outside of my control that it just, for my mental health and for my mental sanity, I just needed something physical that I had control over. But it was also an, a deeper personal change in myself as well that I needed to, when I was physically organizing my closet and physically going through physical possessions and choosing what to keep and what not to keep and how to prioritize my physical belongings, it, it made me, without me even noticing, it, it made me reprioritize my personal feelings and my personal values and where I was at as a person and where I wanted to be as a person and what type of person I wanted to be. Like there was, it got, it got real deep even when dealing with just physical things. And, and again, <clears throat> I started small. And I took the time and I started to slowly master it. Change will come with ups and downs. It's inevitable. It's a process and it ebbs and flows like the tide. And when you realize that, you use the ups as the motivation and energy to keep showing up, to keep grinding away at it. And don't get discouraged by the downs. Instead, use those plateaus and downtime to reflect on where you started your journey and where you have come. Use that the downs to really look at, appreciate, recognize, and celebrate your hard work, your dedication, and the victories you've achieved to master and use it to master the next step and hit the next up with the same strong sense of purpose and build up that energy that you are going to need for the work ahead that you had for the previous up. Take the time to find what worked and what didn't work so you can adjust accordingly. It's a learning opportunity and a lesson, if you will. It Track your progress by making real, logical, and tangible steps because it can help to keep you from feeling overwhelmed. And it help keeps perspective and focus, as well as helping keeping you motivated by giving you benchmarks to look back on and to see where you started at and how far you've truly come. I think this is a good place to end this episode because this actually leads well into motivation and how to keep going. I briefly touched on it and feel that I've laid a nice foundation for it. 
So next episode will be about motivation and to keep forward progress and momentum going on a project or changes you're working on or want to work on. Until then, thank you for listening and tuning in. Any support is greatly appreciated. Knowing that just one person took the time to tune in and give a listen helps keep me motivated to keep going. I know that I've been horrible at my episode releases and a neighbor is working on a motorcycle, so I apologize. (laughs) But please feel free to reach out to me and let me know your thoughts and opinions. If there's something you want to know more about or want to hear about, I'm always open to suggestions. I am. Truly, I'm open to suggestions. Um, you can email me at displacedunderdogs at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at displaced.under.dogs. And until next time, stay safe, create, and have a wonderful day.